0: Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. So today we're going to talk about five things you must know about ketosis. And I'm talking about healthy Ketosis. Okay, the first thing you need to know is the principle of get healthy to lose weight, not lose weight to get healthy. So there's a version of ketosis which is used on children way back 100 years ago, and uh, to actually handle epilepsy. Okay, uh, I don't really consider that a healthy uh, version of ketosis for the average person to do because they're they're not emphasizing the quality of those macros. Okay, so we want to use higher quality ingredients, and we want to focus on getting healthy first. Now, what does this actually mean? The great majority of the population has too much insulin. Excessive amounts of insulin is behind most chronic health problems, heart problems, strokes, definitely diabetes, inflammatory conditions, uh, cognitive deficiencies, I think mood disorders as well. 65% of the population is either pre-diabetic or diabetic. So right there, they have too much insulin. Okay, so getting healthy is normalizing insulin. We don't need zero insulin. We just need normal insulin. Okay, so that's really, really important. All right. Number two, we want to add intermittent fasting to ketosis. Why? Because it's another tool to lower insulin. Why? Because every time you eat, you trigger insulin. So of course, we want to do everything we can to help normalize insulin. And you're going to see so many powerful health benefits. Also, when you're doing intermittent fasting, you can actually potentially increase growth hormone four times higher than exercise. And I'm talking like hardcore exercise. That's huge. This is the anti-aging hormone. You want to let your body tell you when to eat and how to do intermittent fasting. So you go as long as you can. And then when you're hungry, you eat. So what's going to happen is in the beginning, you're going to eat a little bit more frequently, and then all of a sudden, it could even be a week or two, you're not hungry anymore. Ride the wave. Go as long as you can without eating. It could be a day, two days. It could even be three days. But as long as you're doing your electrolytes and uh, sea salt, B vitamins, you're going to actually do very well because prolonged fasting has even bigger benefits than regular intermittent fasting. All right, number 3, don't get caught up in the significance of calories, okay, or macros. I want to keep it really 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 simple because each body is different and you're going to you need to test this out on your body to see, you know, exactly how many grams that your body does well on of protein and fat and uh, and vegetables, okay? But here's a simple um, diagram here. If we just take a plate, we cut it in half. And we fill up half the plate with veggies, okay? It's like four cups, five cups. Of course, you're gonna do this two times, right? If you're doing two meals a day. If you're not, you know, then just do as much as you can, but we need a lot of vegetables. But believe it or not, the calories for these vegetables are very small given the total amount per day. So it's really only about, Five to ten percent of your total calories because it's mostly fiber and water, so that's the veggies. Okay, if you bloat, then consume less, we don't want you bloating. But here's the thing protein usually comes with fat, so a lot of times this is a combination, but you really want about three to six ounces of protein. Uh, now, think about when I talk about three to six ounces, I'm talking about the actual piece of meat or fish, okay, the actual whole thing, not the protein in that meat or fish. I'm talking about the actual. Uh, whole uh, food itself. Okay, and that comes at like 20% of the calories. But again, I don't want you to get caught up in this. Just visualize the plate. Okay, and, and this could be like nuts, olives, avocados, that type of fat. And then as far as other carbohydrates, we're dealing with like 5%. That could be hummus, a little bit of berry, things like that. Number four, higher fat in the start of the program and then less fat as you adapt to fat burning. Okay, When you start this keto plan, uh, you want to increase the fat to be able to go from one meal to the next. Okay, Then once you've adapted, and the way that you know you've adapted is the hunger goes away. So you're no longer hungry. So guess what? It's working. You no longer have cravings. It's going to be easier. Now, if you have very little hunger and no cravings, you're going to be able to do it a lot longer Okay, than if you're on the higher carb diet, which you're going to be hungry all the time and snacking all the time. But once you've adapted to fat burning, okay, it could be one week, two weeks, then you can actually start cutting down the fat a little bit, maybe uh, down to 75 grams or less, because that way we can force your body to eat its own fat. And this is mainly for people that are trying to lose weight. You can speed it up by just kind of scaling it back a little bit. All right, number five, this, this is really not a diet that you're going to go on and go off this is really just a new way of eating. It's a lifestyle change. We're just fulfilling all of our nutrients and we're not eating all the carbohydrates. Sometimes people think that it's not normal not to eat that many carbohydrates, but we're just aligning what our body needs based on blood sugars. Right now, you have about a gallon and a third of blood in your body and normal sugars, which are around like 75 to 85 milligrams per deciliter in your blood, if you were to get tested now, and if it was normal, it'd be like between 75 and 85. Okay, Definitely under 100. That would basically come out to about one teaspoon of sugar for your entire blood. Very small amounts. Okay, And you can actually get that sugar from eating protein or fat. Your, your body can convert that into sugar. So we really need no sugar. But the average person consumes 31 teaspoons of sugar every single day. That's not normal. So when people say that we need more carbs because our brain needs it, that is a lie. We don't. Our body doesn't need that much. Okay, so this is a normal thing, it's a healthy thing, it's a sane way of, of eating. But the key is understanding why you're eating what you're eating, okay? Because the bigger goal, especially in the, in the beginning, is usually you're going on this program to solve a problem, either weight, uh, you have inflammation, you have some body issue and that's because the insulin needs to be normalized, okay? And keto, healthy keto and fasting are two tools that can help you. So I would not look at it as a diet. I recently had someone uh, tell me that, oh, uh, your program didn't work. Um, and I, I found out they only did it for two weeks. It did work when they were doing it, and they stopped doing it, and then the weight came back. Yeah. I'm like, Okay, so you're not very aware of why you're doing this, right? So basically, I said you want to keep doing what worked. It's not a diet that you're going to stop and go back to your junk food. I mean, that's like completely does not make sense. So you want to do it long term um, and you want to um, adjust the macros based on your own physiology. All right, thanks for watching. Hey, if you're liking this content, please subscribe now and I will actually keep you updated on future videos.